0: Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, December 6, 2020, and released on Sunday, December 13, 2020. This week's message is titled, The Three Nails, and the scripture reference is Matthew, chapter 27, verses 31-35, through 35, verses 45-46. through 46, and verses 50 through 54. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon.
1: This is called, Is He Coming Back for You? Bad news travels like wildfire Good news travels slow I'm here to tell you good news Jesus loves you so And that's good news And you know who I'm talking to Yes, you do He's coming back for His children coming back for you Jesus stands at your heart's door won't you let him in he's been waiting all this time to free your soul from sin and that's good news and you know who I'm talking to yes you coming back for his children, will he be coming back for you? The longer you wait to call him, the more you stand aloof. Eternity in heaven or hell is something you must choose. Listen to good Know who I'm talking to, yes you do. When he's coming back for his children, will he be coming back for you? Jesus stand at your heart's door, won't you let him in? He's been waiting all this time to free your soul from sin and that's good too and you know who I'm talking to yes you do well he's coming back for his children will he be coming back for you? yeah he Coming back for his children, will he be coming back for you?
2: Thank you, Brother Terry. That was a beautiful song to go with my sermon. Today, we're going to look at the three nails. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 31 through 35, it says, After they had mocked him, they took the robe off from him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were come into a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him. Let's pray. Dear Father, we come to you, Lord, thanking you for the opportunity to stand in this pulpit We thank you for the technology that that then is installed so that more people can hear your message better. Lord, I pray now that you'll be with me, give me strength, give me power from on high. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. I'd like to start off reading a little story to you this morning. This is a story of long ago, of a man who owned a little store. He said, I was proud to have my name over the door. It was some 2,000 years ago, as I recall, located in Jerusalem, across the street from Pilate's Hall. I thought I had everything anyone would need, and folks would come from miles around, regardless of their creed. The only thing that I had I didn't think I could ever sell was in a corner shelf, three old rusty spike nails. And then one day, a big Roman soldier came through the door. As he walked up to me, it seemed he shook the floor. I said, can I help you, sir? With a voice, I guess seemed frail. And he looked at me with a sneering grin and said, I want to buy some big, Big nails, three old rusty spikes is all I have. He said to me, that will do for the job I have three's enough how now, how much do I owe you? He put the money in my hand, and I was glad to make the sale. But then I wondered and asked him, Sir, what can you do with just three nails? He said, Did you ever hear of a man called Jesus? the Nazarene. You mean the one who goes about doing good, he said? Yes, that's the man. Well, today I intend to show the world that I am boss, for with these three old rusty spikes, I'm going to nail Jesus to the cross. I stood there almost numb. You'll never know how I felt. I said, please, sir, don't do that. As on my knees I knelt, He just turned and walked away, and I got up and followed him. I said, please, sir, I'll buy them back, but he just looked at me and grinned. But in the distance, I could see the howling mob through the tears that filled my eyes. Away with him! Crucify him! I could hear their angry cries. Over the top of all the noise and groans of agony, I could hear the sound of the hammer as that big Roman soldier nailed Jesus to a tree. You know, even though I have read the story of the crucifixion of Jesus many, many times in my life, I do not believe we can ever realize the true pain and suffering that Jesus endured on that cross. Why? He did it all for you and me. And that makes it so precious. Someday, someday when I take my last breath, I will see Jesus face to face. And I will feel the scars in his wrist and feet. And all I will be able to say is, thank you for loving me. These, Those three rusty nails shed the blood that paid for my sins. First of all, let's look at they crucified our Lord. The religious people of Jerusalem, they hated Jesus. These religious people were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They were very strict in their Judistic beliefs. To these religious people, Jesus was a rebel. Jesus preached and taught the common people the love of God. They invited the, Jesus invited the people to follow him. So the Pharisees considered Jesus a threat to their religion. They were always looking for a way that they could arrest Jesus for heresy. They wanted to prove that he was teaching lies, preaching lies. But finally, Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus with a kiss on the cheek. Jesus appeared before several mock crowds, courts, excuse me, because he was guilty of no wrong act. Even though Jesus was innocent, Pilate released Barabbas, a hardened criminal. The mob of the Jews took Jesus. Getting Jesus ready for the crucifixion, they mocked our saviour. They dressed him in a purple robe with a crown of thorns and a stick in his hand. They chanted, Hail, Hail, King of the Jews. They plucked his beard. They spit in his face. The mob put his own robe back on him and gave him the cross to carry up to Calvary's hill. Oh, how Jesus suffered for you and I. At every trial that night, they mocked Jesus unmercifully. They called him King of the Jews. They spit on him. They slapped our Savior. Finally, at Pilate's court, Jesus was whipped with the cat of nine tails. The cat of nine tails, if you're not aware, is a whip that has nine little extensions on it, on the end. And all these extensions are filled with glass, metal, metal. Anything that would cut and inflict pain. Jesus was given 39 lashes with this whip. It literally ripped his back to pieces. Then the mob put a crown of thorns on the head of Jesus. Each thorn in that ring around his head was about two inches long, folks. That crown alone caused Jesus to bleed profusely. Then, Jesus began his long walk of Calvary's hill. Why? Because Jesus was guilty of loving you. At the trials, Jesus stood before every judge. Nobody found Jesus guilty of any crime. He was only guilty of loving you and I. Jesus had endured the beatings, the mockery, being spit upon, the unmerciful whipping with the cat of nine tails. Why? Because Jesus loved God's creation, you and I. So weak from what he had gone through, the mob got Simon the Serene to carry the cross of Jesus up to Hill to Galgotha. What a privilege that was for him. At Calvary, Jesus didn't resist. He did not fight. He laid down that cross. And that Roman soldier drove those rusty spikes through his wrist and one through his feet. Jesus became the sacrificial lamb of God. And notice then that Jesus was separated from God Drop on down to verse number 45. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? There was total darkness for three hours, folks. This was total darkness. Have any of you ever been in the caverns and they turned the lights out? That is total darkness. And that's what they experienced in Jerusalem for that three hours. You could not see your hand in front of your face. One of the most important events in mankind's history was taking place on Calvary's hill. Jesus hung between earth and heaven. The sins of the whole world was on his shoulders on that cross. And worse than the physical pain he suffered was the mental anguish of being alone. He was alone on that cross. Because why? God turned his back on Jesus. That is why Jesus was alone on that cross. That is why there was total darkness for three hours. God cannot look upon sin, and every sin in the world was on the back of Jesus. For the first time since the creation of the world, Jesus was not with God physically or spiritually, and it was so hard for him. Being separated from God was harder on Jesus than the physical suffering that he endured. Jesus uttered those famous words, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And Jesus was all alone on that cross. He was suffering a slow death that we deserved, folks, not him. We did. And Jesus bore our sins on the cross of Calvary so that we would not have to. Jesus paid the price. For our sins. Then notice that Jesus. Yielded up the ghost. In verse number 50. And Jesus when he had cried again. With a loud voice. Yielded up the ghost. And behold the veil of the temple. Was rent in twain. From the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake. And the rocks rent. And the graves were open. And many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done they feared greatly saying truly this was the son of God. So what happened When Jesus took his last breath. well, Jesus took the sins of the world with him. To Hades or hell. Whichever you preferred to call it at that time. There he left the sins of the world. Jesus then set captivity free. You remember the story in Luke. Where the rich man and Lazarus. They could see each other. One was in paradise and one was in Hades. Well, this is the situation that Jesus went to. He went down to the paradise and he set captivity free and took them to the day's paradise that we have that your loved one goes to. You have a loved one passed away that knows Christ. They go to paradise with Jesus. You remember, Jesus said to them in the Old Testament that he would set the captives free. And Jesus had told the thief on the cross that day that today you shall be with me in paradise. This is the same paradise that your Christian loved one goes to today when they pass from this life. Of course, three days later, Jesus resurrected from the grave. He had been laid in there to fulfill his promise that he would overcome death, hell, and the grave. But notice that Jesus was powerful in life and death. As Jesus ministered on this earth, he healed the sick. He made the lame walk again. He gave sight back to the blind. He raised the dead to live again. He cast demons out of people. Yet in death, he was still powerful. The veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. This was a symbol of This indicated that no longer did anyone have to go to the priest to, to meet God and to ask forgiveness of their sins. The forgiveness of their sin was paid on Calvary by Jesus Christ. No longer did they need that priest. When Jesus gave up the ghost, there was this great earthquake in Jerusalem. Graves were opened up. Christian saints walked the streets of Jerusalem, and many people saw this happen when Jesus died. Then that Roman centurion said, truly, this was the Son of God. The Roman centurion and the soldiers with him saw everything that happened. And they were very afraid. Can you imagine to see all these dead people walking around? Wouldn't you be been afraid? Anybody ever watch the show Walking Dead? That would be pretty bad, huh? They were very afraid. And the Roman centurion was a Gentile and not a Christian. He did not know Jesus. But he was smart enough to know that they had not crucified an ordinary man. The Roman soldier who had driven those three rusty nails into the wrist and feet of Jesus must have been convicted of his sin against Jesus. Yet, Jesus had just paid the price for his sin. Folks, today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. If you have never met Jesus, I urge you, come to the altar at invitation time. Let me take the opportunity to introduce you to Jesus. Dear Lord, we come to you in prayer at this time, thanking you for this congregation, thanking you for our people, how wonderful they are, Father. Pray, Lord, if there's anybody here that does not know you as their Savior, that they would come before it's eternally too late. In your precious name I pray. Amen.
0: I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning service starts at 10.45 a.m. Thank you and God bless.